Week seven on DraftKings was very kind to us as we scored season highs for both our cash and GPP lineups. We'll debrief all about it and get you ready for week eight on DraftKings with full cash and GPP lineups all coming up next. Hello, everyone. I'm Eric Lee with the Fantasy Football Consultants. Michael Kurtzman is out this week, but he should be back next week. So we got to talk about first our cash lineup for week seven. It was a very good one, scoring 189 points, easily cashing. Congratulations. Kyler Murray went off. Terry McLaren was good. Deontay Johnson was good. Our late replacement, Gio Bernard, and then the Washington football team. They don't have a mascot, but they have a good defense as they dominated the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, how about those Cowboys? They're struggling. So um, as good as our cash game lineup was, it didn't hold a candle to our GPP lineup for week seven. Our GPP lineup scored a total of 236 points. The stars were really almost everybody. Kyler Murray, Todd Gurley, who scored two TDs, although he shouldn't have really scored one of them. Uh, Jamal Williams, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyler Lockett going nuts in the late game, and Deontay Johnson. And the three players I didn't mention, really none of them had a really bad game, um, all totaled up for 236 points. We weren't the only ones who made some good calls in week seven. Congratulations to the following players who qualified for our DraftKings contest. That is Brian McAllister, Taj Holliday, Logan Warner, Charles Hicks, and Alex Garcia. So all you have to do is go to our website, fantasyfootballconsultants.net. Click on uh, the post that says, daily fantasy football uh, lineups. And that post includes a table with all the qualifiers, with all the usernames. Here's the big news. This week, week eight, is the last chance to qualify. So what is the contest? It's the same as it's been the last couple of weeks. The player has to be on the main slate. Pick one player who you think is uh, a great bargain, meaning they're going to do really well relative to their DraftKings price. Also, state the reasons why. I do consider how solid your reasons are in order to determine uh, who will qualify. And then finally, be sure to enter your DraftKings username. I will announce the final qualifiers last week, next week, excuse me, and uh, tell you exactly how uh, the qualifying tournament is going to work. Basically, you have a prize pool of $100. We're going to do two weeks of contests, $50 each uh, to the, the winner. Should be a lot of fun. We have that to look forward to. Speaking of looking forward to something, let's look forward to week eight on DraftKings. Let's go into the studio. Okay, let's take a look at our cast lineup. When we're preparing our cast lineup, there are four games that we really want to think about targeting. 
They are by far the four biggest games on the main slate, meaning total over-unders. That's Minnesota at Green Bay, Tennessee at Cincinnati, San Francisco at Seattle, and Las Vegas at Cleveland. So you've got eight offensive uh, players in your uh, lineup. I'm not counting defense. If you don't have four of those eight, at least four of those eight coming from these games, I think you may want to rethink your cash lineup. But let's go over it. We're going to start at running back. And why not start with a guy who truly checks all of the boxes? You know, for running back this week, I am actually going to follow Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, her philosophy. All three of my running backs, yes, I'll be using a running back in my flex, uh, will be at home. We like that. And the first one is going to be Kareem Hunt. And let's take a look at Kareem Hunt. It's not just that he's at home. He is favored. He has a ridiculously high implied total of 28.5. With Nick Chubb out, he is clearly the featured back. What does that mean? That means he is going to get two-thirds to three-quarter of the carries. That means he is going to be the passing down back. You can see what he does in the passing game. And he is going to be the goal line back. So we also like the fact that he's playing a Las Vegas team that is not particularly good defense. And they're actually are very bad against running back. 31st against running backs. I also want to note that that Las Vegas defense in the seven games this year, they have given up eight, count them, eight rushing touchdowns by two, two running backs. So all that is plenty enough uh, evidence for me to pick Kareem Hunt at not a, you know, kill your uh, lineup price of $6,900. The next running back is an if-then scenario, and it's at another one of those high-scoring games. It's Cincinnati's uh, Gio Bernard. That is if Joe Mixon is out. So here's Gio Bernard at only $5,800. Here's the deal with Joe Mixon. It's Wednesday, and he did not practice today. So it is unclear right now whether he'll be available. It's just something we're going to monitor. If it turns out that Mixon does, uh, is active in this game, then, then, then we're going to pivot off Giovanni Bernard. But if Mixon is out, then he gives you a lot of the things that we look for. He becomes a featured back, someone that's going to get two-thirds of the carries, someone that will get the goal line carries, someone who will get in, uh, involved in the passing game, so I like this pick, and I like that we only have to spend $5,800 to get him. All right, let's talk about our last running back that's in the flex. At, and the guy that we're, I, I am personally eyeing at running back is Miles Gaskin at only $5,200. I tell you, I don't get no respect. No respect at all. I don't get it, folks. Um, there is one danger. I have to tell you about the danger. You have to 
expect that Miami is going to keep this game close at playing at home against a Ram team that has to fly cross country. There are three and a half point dogs. So Vegas expects this game to be close. And as long as it's close, I think game script will be good and that we can expect just like a, uh, three of the last four weeks that Miles Gaskin will get a lot of touches, 22, 21, and 27 touches in those games. When they fell from behind almost the entire game, when they played Seattle, then obviously Gaskin didn't do as well. So uh, I really like, again, a lot of the things that I said about Giovanni Bernard, assuming Mixon is out, and Kareem Hunt uh, applies to Miles Gaskin about being the featured back, the goal line back. I really love his involvement in the passing game. So at a criminally low $5,200, let's get Miles Gaskin in. All right, let's turn to wide receiver. Another running back, by the way, that I would consider, I'm not going to put in my lineup at this time, that I would consider is Jamal uh, Williams of the Green Bay Packers. That's if, that's if Aaron Jones is out. So Aaron Jones missed Wednesday's practice. But you know who also benefits for Aaron Jones being out besides Jamal Williams? I'll tell you who it is. It is Devontae Adams. He's not cheap. He's $8,800. But if Aaron Jones is out, He's a must start, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put him in my lineup as of this point. Now, let's, let's be real about it. He's obviously the number one target. He's going to see 25 to 30% of, of, of the targets coming from Aaron Rodgers. This is expected to be a high-scoring game going hopefully back and forth. Minnesota keeping it somewhat close as a six-and-a-half-point line would, would hope for. Here's the deal with uh, Devontae Adams. In games that Aaron Jones doesn't play historically, he does better. But keep in mind, in week one of this year, they played these same Minnesota Vikings, and Aaron Jones did play, and still Devontae Adams went completely off. 14 uh, receptions on 17 targets and 156 yards. Minnesota's secondary, they don't have anybody that can cover him. Uh, for now, I'm going to have Devontae Adams in my cash lineup. Where do I go from there? Well, the number one thing that we look for in a wide receiver is targets. We definitely got it out of Devontae Adams. I'm going to save a little off Devontae Adams. And at $6,200, guess what? We get another target machine. Despite one game this year, if you discount that game, take it out of the stats, where he hurt himself and had back spasms and he got knocked out at the beginning of the game, other than th that game, he has averaged greater than 13 targets per game since Justin Herbert has taken over at quarterback. Man, does Justin Herbert rely on him. If, if I have a criticism, I wish Herbert would look at him a little bit more around the goal line, but it doesn't matter. On DraftKings, a full PPR, we will be happy to take Keenan Allen with all those targets in a game here against Denver. Uh, so let's dial up 
Keenan Allen. All right. Our next player is going to be an interesting one. It is on the um, Indianapolis Colts. It is Marcus Johnson. It's a trap. Oh, it's not a trap, Admiral Akbar. I will explain to you. Now, he's obviously really intriguing. Why? Because, gee, he only is $3,000. So here's the deal. Obviously, as it says, Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell have been on IR. Now, Michael Pittman is coming off IR this week. And the team has a decision to make. They can keep it on IR, and then he's gone for the rest of the year, or they can put him on their active roster. Now, all because they make the move to put him on the active roster doesn't mean that he'll be ready for this match. So we got to follow the late-breaking news. I think there's a high chance that he will not be ready for this game. Now, if he's not ready, it's going to be the same three wide receivers as last week. That's T.Y. Hilton, Zach Pascal, and Marcus Johnson. Guess what happened last week out of those three? You might say, well, Johnson's the number three wide receiver, Eric. Hilton and Pascal will get all of uh, the attention. Well, didn't happen last week. Those three guys, guess who got the most snaps? That answer is Marcus Johnson. Guess who got more targets once again marcus johnson guess who caught more passes and guess who got more receiving yards the answer is marcus johnson marcus johnson marcus johnson he swept all of the categories for only three thousand dollars this guy is a true talent and someone who has started to develop a rapport with rivers at three thousand dollars you really can't go wrong although if you are if you feeling nervous certainly watch the news with Marcus Pittman and see if he's a go. I think at $3,000, I might be willing to start him even if Marcus Pittman is said that he is active. All righty, tight end. Let's turn our attention uh, to tight end. So the guy that I am excited about is in, again in one of those really high scoring games that I talked about. He enjoys a, uh, a great matchup. That is Darren Waller. Now, here's what I'd like you to remember about Darren Waller. If we discount the one game that he played at New England in which he wasn't 100%, and you know New England is uh, pretty good at taking away your best weapon over there with Bill Belichick. If you don't count that game, he has averaged greater than 10 targets a game. This guy is heavily important in the offense. And I love, I love his matchup this week. It's a dream matchup. This is not a Josh Jacobs game. Cleveland is tough on the ground, but they give it away, they give it up left and right in the passing game. I think Darren Waller will be able to expose that. And at a pretty reasonable $5,600 price, let's take Darren Waller. All right, we have enough information here to, to go back at quarterback. And based on how much we spent, we can't spend a whole lot of money at quarterback. That is okay, because I have a low-cost quarterback option that I really like this week. I can't believe I'm saying it. So if you're like me, 
hang in there and don't get turned off by the name, okay? Derek Carr. Now, I got to admit, I am not a Carr fan. You will, if you go back and look at a lot of my lineups, Derek Carr is not in many of them. But you know what? I got to get over my bias. Two things. One, look at his performance this year. The guy has done really well. He has averaged 288 yards a game. So he's flirting with every game that 300 uh, bonus on DraftKings. And look, consistently throwing for at least two touchdowns every game. And might I add, once again, in that dream matchup, I just discussed it with Darren Waller. Cleveland does a better job against on the ground than in the air. I really expect Derek Carr to have a, a great game this week and at a criminally, a criminally low $5,500 price. I tell you, I don't get no respect. No respect at all. Oh, uh, you know what? I haven't given him much respect too, so I won't. I won't criticize DraftKings too much on the low car price, but I think he's a great fit this week. So I got $3,000 left, uh, and I actually have a lot of options for defense. And the one that I'm going to pick is the Green Bay Packers. Now, full disclosure, I'm not in total love with this defense at this price, but I do think it's the best one out there. I think if I do have some changes to this lineup, which is really possible because several times I mentioned, um, you know, if this guy is hurt or if this guy is available, I might switch. Also, value may open somewhere else in my lineup. So remember, what I will do is I'll come back to this video, do a pinned comment, and disclose any changes to this cash lineup or my GBP lineup, which I'm going to go over later. My guess is one of the things I will pivot off to make any salary changes work uh, is the Packers. Because I would love to get up to the Chiefs, just can't in this lineup. And there's some lower cost options I don't mind as more of a punt play. So, but for now, we're gonna keep the Green Bay Packers. Why do I like them a bit? Well, I love the game script. The, uh, the Packers are five and one, the, the Vikings are one and five. The Packers are at home. So I think there's a scenario where Green Bay is going to get up on them. And if you uh, force a situation where you know Kirk Cousins is going to throw, I really like uh, opportunities for him to make mistakes. So that is my cash lineup. Derek Carr, Kareem Hunt, Gio Bernard, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Marcus Johnson, Darren Waller, Miles Gaskin, and the Green Bay defense. All right, let's move over to GPP. All right, everybody, you can see my GPP lineup on the screen. And there's a lot of the same players I played off cash as I played uh, in GPP. So I'm not going to go over those guys. But for the new guys, uh, it's a part of the stack, folks. I absolutely want to make sure I do a stack in GPP. And this week, I want to make sure I attack one of those four high-scoring games. And the game I'm choosing is the Tennessee and Cincinnati, Cincinnati game, starting with Joe Burrow. Look, folks, Joe Burrow is the real deal. Six of the last seven games, he has thrown for 300 or more yards. That is truly impressive. He's just 
getting more and more comfortable uh, in the NFL. And might I add that the guy uh, has lots of great weapons. And one of them who's really come on uh, strong in the last couple of weeks is A.J. Brown. Uh, now, excuse me, not A.J. Brown. I got my wrong A.J. I mixed up my A.J. <laughs> the A.J. that I wanted to talk about uh, is A.J. Green. Uh, A.J. Green has really come on strong the last two weeks, averaging 12 targets in a game that I expect is going to be a real shootout where Cincinnati is going to uh, be throwing the ball a lot. I think A.J. Green can come up really huge. The only thing that hasn't happened yet is him hitting the end zone. He's a big guy. Um, I, I, I think it might happen this, this week. All right, going back the other way, from one A.J. to another A.J., A.J. Brown uh, with Tennessee. I love stacking in GBP high-scoring games where I'm picking a wide receiver who's not only the number one target in the offense, but gets a lot of air yards. That's A.J. Brown, big play wide receiver. And uh, so we've got him going back the other way. I already talked about uh, the two running backs in our lineup. Uh, and really, I talked about all of the wide receivers, Marcus Johnson and Devontae Adams. But I didn't talk about um, Harrison Bryant. So this is a conditional pick. This is a conditional pick that Austin Hooper is going to be out again. He was out last week, and Harrison Bryant took full advantage, having a very nice game, including uh, two TDs. He's still at a very low price of $3,200. And again, remember that his matchup is uh, against the Raiders, who do a better job on the ground than in the air. And um, this is one of those really high-scoring games. And then this GPP lineup is rounded out with the defense I really wanted, which is the Kansas City Chiefs. And I really like them for uh, GPP because they have a tremendously high ceiling this week. Why? How about two words? Game script. <laughs> the Chiefs are at home against the New York Jets. Do you know how much they're favored? They're favored by 19 and a half points. Inconceivable. It is not often that you have two pro teams. I use the Jets and the term pro team very liberally. You have two pro teams in the NFL, and you have a line this big, 19 and a half. The reality is we have the best team in the NFL going up against the worst team in the NFL. And in that situation, I think the Chiefs are going to get way, way up. And... They're going to force the Jets, who don't have a lot of weapons on offense, to have to throw the ball on every down. And I think that's where mistakes can happen. That's where sacks will happen. That's where turnovers will happen. And I hope, and I hope, it happened last week, that we get a some type of fumble return or interception return. They even had a special teams touchdown uh, last week, the Chiefs did. The Chiefs uh defense twice this year have scored 20 or more points so um there's no better team for a defense to take advantage of than the new york jets so that is my gpp lineup joe burrow kareem hunt 
Gio Bernard, the two AJs, Brown and Green, Marcus Johnson, Harrison Bryant, the uh, Devontae Adams, and the Kansas City Chiefs. I know it's a tall order for us to match 236 points for our GPP lineup of last week, but we'll give it a try with this lineup. Man, I just want to pause and thank all you guys out there. I am so appreciative of our FFC community. You guys are great. I really appreciate the comments. Appreciate you guys taking time to click like on the, the video. And I appreciate all of you guys that have subscribed. Uh, last week, we passed the 7,000 milestone. I note that uh, there are people who watch our video a significant amount that are not subscribed. Please do us a favor. Everything we do here is for free. We're the only channel, I believe, that creates both a cash and GPP lineup toward the beginning of the week, then monitors both of those lineups and discloses what the changes are, and then reports out exactly how that lineup did the last week in full disclosure. I just want to remind everybody, we're not here in the business of you just copying our lineups and say, hey, that's what I used. You know, it was great that it did so well last week, or let's suppose next week it doesn't do well, what, what happened? We really want you to think it through. Look at my reasoning that I give in the previous lineups and make your own decision if you want to pivot to a different play. I could have nine guys and maybe six or seven of them you really like. Keep those guys in your lineup. Pivot to other guys that you think are uh, a better option and go down in the comment section and let us know uh, who you think your, the best plays are. You can get into that $100 contest. And read the other comments. You will, you will learn something, I promise, from our FFC community. It is a very sharp community. On that note, I want to remind everybody, next time I see you guys on the DraftKings video, the election will have happened. This is not a political channel. I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. I don't care who you're supporting for president. Please vote. Exercise your constitutional right. And please be safe out there. And we'll look forward to seeing you next Wednesday. Take care, everybody.